party people welcome back to the program i am merle on the move and i'm gonna go over a few things here in entertainment before we get out of here then i'll hit the political thing because every every uh every two years i guess uh we have the midterm election so i kind of want to uh and then we have the, the big election two years after that so i kind of want to go over what happened personally with me this past tuesday during the elections and uh just go over what happened during the election so let's go over to entertainment real quick uh shout out to miss Cameron LeVert for calling in. I appreciate that. That was a great interview. And uh, shout out to both James. Keeping that going. Uh, we appreciate you showing love here to KHUI. This is uh, the Fun Drive Pledge Week here at KHUI. So we do appreciate all the support and all the people that comes through and does things for us here. And I will be doing some pitches later on this week. Uh, so stay tuned. I'll be uh, letting you know what's going on here at the station. Because without the support of the uh, community, we would not be here and Merle would not be on the air. So appreciate that. Let us be here on FM Radio. Uh, let's talk about some entertainment. I've been seeing a movie called Overlord. Uh, I think it was an adaptation of a video game called Overlord. I kind of liked the movie. It was kind of gory. Very, not very gory. Uh, Storyline is kind of long, though. Kind of drawn out to the action. Could have been more action, I think, in the movie. Worth seeing? I think so. Um, a couple other movies that's coming out that I've seen Pet Cemetery. They're doing a re, re reenactment or a remake of Pet Cemetery. Very scary movie when I was a kid. It's a Stephen King movie. Um, I don't know if Stephen King's behind this, but that's coming out. Uh, Creed 2 is coming out. I talked about that. Uh, a couple other movies coming out. Nutcracker. I mean, my girls talked about that last week, but uh, that's all I want to talk about entertainment. I've seen Empire. I watched that. Uh, I like the way it's going, the twists and turns is going on in that. But uh, television is kind of in the standstill until I think the holidays. That's when it starts popping again. So, Uh, what else did I want to talk about before I hit politics, entertainment-wise? Music? I don't really know. Oh, Wu-Tang. I'm going to talk about Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang, 25 years anniversary of the first Wu-Tang album came out. And uh, I did have that. I had a cassette. (laughs) I had a cassette tape of the Wu. Very big fan of Wu-Tang. And I'm not out of bandwagon guy. This ain't something. I'm just jumping out. Been a fan of Wu-Tang since that album, 36 Chambers, okay? And the reason why I'm a big fan of, of, of Wu-Tang is because that's, I, I love martial arts. I used to watch karate movies. You know, I used to think I was Bruce Lee. I used to watch Bruce Lee movies when I was a little kid and actually thought I knew karate. I ain't the only one, I'm sure. But I'm one of the guys that if I watched the karate movie, you know, as a kid anyway, I thought I was really doing that stuff. And I would try some of that stuff, man. You know, so I, I feel Wu-Tang on that, and then I like the lyrics. I'm so much of a Wu-Tang fan, okay, that I named one of my seeds, one of my children, I named them after Wu-Tang. I didn't name Wu-Tang. I named my daughter one of her names. All my kids got four names. They got three middle names and a last name. All three of my children. But one of them, their name is Shaolin. And if you don't know, you ain't a fan of Wu-Tang if you don't know what Shaolin means, okay, in the land of Wu. I named my daughter Shaolin. That's how much I love Wu-Tang. So shout out to them. Matter of fact, before I get out of here, I'm see if I can search one of them Wu-Tang songs and get it on the air. And make sure y'all stay tuned for Chuck D and it don't stop from Public Enemy comes up next. He's got a radio show that comes on directly after the Merle on the Move radio show here at KHUI. He's on the Pacifica Network, so make sure y'all stay tuned for Chuck D and it don't stop coming up next. Uh, shout out to my man Chuck. I love talking to him. Did an interview with Chuck D, and I uh, love having him introing my show. 
He's the guy. One of my heroes, one of my ambassadors. But anyway, let's get into this politics. This thing, I only got a few more minutes. Shout out to the new clock on the wall. Shout out to Tom. My man Tom, we got a new clock on the wall, so I'm clocking the time. It's like Flavor Flav. I'm clocking the time, baby. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so um, politics. I went up to uh, do my, um, went to vote. Went to vote this past Tuesday. And uh, on my way to vote, of course, it was a line. I was so proud. I, I didn't mind waiting in line. I was glad it was a line. That means it's a big turnout, okay? So it was a line. And I waited in the line, and I had my ID. That's all I needed, because I went to the same place I voted at last time. Now, I did move, but I did not move uh, from locations. I moved to another apartment number. I lived in the same, the same street address, same street number. You know, it's just a different apartment number, okay? So I'm changing my address. So I go to vote, and they tell me, once I get up to the line, they tell me I can't vote, that my address is different, that's on my ID. And I said, that's fine. He's like, well, that's fine. But what is your address now? Because they would go out the last address I had. And I told him, so you don't vote here. What? You don't vote here. I voted here last year. Two, two years ago, I voted here. What do you mean? You don't vote here. So now I'm frustrated. Because like, it's like, it's, it's, not, not, it's not a big deal, but it is. Because I just stood in this line for almost 45 minutes just to vote. Not to get any money, not to do a job or somebody was ill or see a doctor or for something for my children. This was just a vote. Which is a big deal. But is it? Get to that in a minute. So, what it does, it almost deterred me from going to vote. Because I didn't want to go stand in another line. Okay? So anyway, I did. I was upset. I went and did it anyway because I feel this is my duty. So many black people, uh, you know, died. A lot of people fought. Black and white fought for us. They had the right to vote. A lot of black people died trying to pursue that. Uh, if you don't believe me, watch the movie Free State of Jones. Just for the people that was trying when they got the right to vote, people were trying to get out, get people signed up to vote, and they were trying to stop them. So, uh, to me, uh, let's talk about this. Um, the House, uh, the Republicans won the House, kept the House, and uh, Democrats won the Senate, or something like that, vice versa, one or two. The biggest votes, though, were the uh, Kim Reynolds and Fred Hubble thing, right? Kim Reynolds won. Okay, uh, other big thing was the Steve King thing. And he was going against J.D. Show somebody. Steve King won. So in the state of Iowa, a lot of Republicans won. Uh, Cindy actually won. I didn't see her on the ballot. I didn't see her name on the ballot. I didn't see Debbie Young's name on the ballot. I didn't see uh, a couple other people's names I didn't see on the ballot. And then on the other backside of the ballot, I had a bunch of judge names that I didn't even research. And I feel bad. And the next time going in to vote, I'm going to make sure. But maybe they should have a blueprint. Why is it not a blueprint? Maybe it is, and I just don't know that. Maybe they should advertise that instead of people coming around saying, hey, you going to go vote? Okay, let me, give me an informant. Who am I voting? Like, I mean, not tell me who I'm voting for, but tell me, lay it out, who these people are. Okay, on this side, this is who these are, and this is what they stand for. Like, all these judges, I don't know what judge is what, what judge is doing what. I didn't understand that. So, I'm, I'm giving, am I giving a real vote, or do I skip that? If I skip that, is it making my, my thing, uh, does it register? So, voting is tricky. It's tricky. It's necessary, but it's tricky. And I'm a first-generation voter. You understand? It's 2018. I'm a first-generation voter. My father did not vote. I don't think my father ever voted. My father's a felon, so I don't think he can vote. But before he was a felon, I don't think I know he didn't vote. My grandfather didn't vote. My mother didn't vote. She might have voted for Obama. She might have. I think she said she did. I don't think she did, though. Mama, you got to let me know. You say you did, but I don't think you did. I bet you didn't vote in this primary, though, Mama. <laughs> I'm put you on blast for that. Anyway, a lot of people 
don't take so I say I'm a, I'm a first generation and I'm making sure my children follow my suit so we can break that cycle because voting does count people say oh your vote don't matter somebody voting because these people are winning these people ain't winning these seats just because they hey you like you hmm, nobody voted we'll give you the job no it's the votes they, they try to deter you not to vote because they don't want you to vote because the less people show up the better chance for them to win if everybody showed up and voted for the people they like you know it kind of changes ways it out so anyway that's my thing about that part uh but this is the scary part of it all. Looking at what's going on in, in the government now and how our president is coming out saying that uh, he's a nationalist. He's a nationalist. Now, the people that was holding the tiki torches in, in uh, Virginia uh, and uh, that happened, uh, that big thing happened down there, Charlottesville, Virginia, and they were called nationalists. But they had what called white nationalists. So he's not the president is not defining what this nationalist thing is. So people and reporters are calling him out on it. And he's getting he's trying to flip the script and calling them racist. So my thing is, is this is 2018. The scary thing is that we want to believe that racism don't exist as a people. Not individually, but as a people, we want to believe that racism don't exist. Okay, so before Barack Obama, you had a uh, you had a lot of white people who would say, "Hey, it, racism don't exist. You got the same opportunities that we had." Okay, black people wasn't saying that in my eyes, but I was hearing some white people say that. Then we got President Obama, so then I started hearing some rumors of black people saying, "Hey, maybe racism, you know, racism ain't woo woo woo," you know. And then you get Trump, and he's like, smacking your face, nah. It ain't gone. It's not gone. There's a lot of things in this world that if it wouldn't be going on if it didn't constitute some racism behind it. You know, it's it's a lingering taste. People don't want to talk about the ugly truth. We want to hide. We want to put our best face forward, you know, put the best face forward. But there's some ugly truth behind that makeup. Ugly truth here in America, you know. And the biggest thing is divide. Scare tactics, fear. If you put fear in the equation, you turn good people to standbys, looky-loos, you know? Normally, people get out and they see a wrong, they try to right the wrong, stop the wrong. But if they're scared to speak up, they, you know, they, they, they're scared to make them think that that's okay, they let it happen. They stand on the fence, stand on the sidelines. So that's what's going on in the government. He is not coming out right. I mean, they, they fired, he fired, uh, it, the mother race finna happen. They fired um, uh, the attorney general. And they got a guy from, from Iowa. A guy that used to be the top cop here in Iowa is not a top cop of the country. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been a, and he's been against the Mueller investigation the whole time. Huh? You ain't hear me though. This is dirty politics. And how can you be complicit and stand by and let things like this in the government happen? If you know this is what you see to play, look, I, I don't have a whole lot of education. I'm not versed on all this stuff, but I can read between the lines. Real talk. We see what's going on. He's setting things up. He did what he did with the emails to put the fear so people wouldn't vote for Hillary. Put the fear she did something collusion with Russia. Put that out there. The people would think that it's more important of what she did than how he got the, how he got the sources. So now you got to cover everything up. But all these meetings, all these people get in trouble and firing all these people because he want to protect himself. And when you're the boss, when you're the Don Dada, that's what you do. You pinpoint, you pay people, you send people on jobs and missions and they take care of this. While you just <laughs> deny, deny, deny. Anyway, that's my rant. I hadn't talked about uh, 
how I feel about that in a while. But we just had an election, and uh, I think it's going to be a standstill. I don't see him getting impeached. don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be just a big standstill on what's going on in the country because uh, Democrats are going to fight Republicans and you know, he's going to come up with veto power like Obama did. And that's what we're going to say. Obama came up with executive orders and all the time. So that's what we're going to do. When you want something to happen, you use executive order. The caravan is no threat to America in my eyes. Uh, my parents go out to all the people that got killed in that in that nightclub out in California. Um, yeah, I think a, a lot of things need to change the country. Voting is how you make it happen. So stay woke. Two more years. We'll be voting on the national election. Make sure you register. That's my key thing. Make sure you register. And if you don't know how, Google it or talk to somebody or go to the, one of these election offices and they'll break it down for you. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Make sure that you stay tuned. The fun drive is still going on. Like I said, I'll be here Tuesday. I'll be here Thursday and Friday pitching for the radio station. Y'all listen to the Merle on the Move radio show. I'm out. Welcome back to the program. I am Merle on the move, and I'm going to go over a few things here in entertainment before we get out of here. Then I'll hit the political thing, because every every uh, every two years, I guess, uh, we have the midterm election, so I kind of want to, uh, and then we have the, the big election two years after that, so I kind of want to go over what happened personally with me this past Tuesday during the elections. And uh, just go over what happened during the election. So let's go over to entertainment real quick. Uh, shout out to Miss. Cameron LeVert for calling in. I appreciate that. That was a great interview. And uh, shout out to both James keeping that going. Uh, we appreciate you showing love here to KHUI. This is uh, the Fun Drive Pledge Week here at KHUI. So we do appreciate all the support and all the people that comes through and does things for us here. And I will be doing some pitches later on this week. Uh, so stay tuned. I'll be uh, letting you know what's going on here at the station. Because without the support of the uh, community, we would not be here and Merle would not be on the air. So appreciate that. Letting us be here on FM Radio. Uh, let's talk about some entertainment. I went and seen a movie called Overlord. Uh, I think it was an adaptation of a video game called Overlord. I kind of liked the movie. It was kind of gory. Very, not very gory. Uh, Storyline is kind of long, though. Kind of drawn out to the action. Could have been more action, I think, in the movie. Worth seeing? I think so. Um, a couple other movies that's coming out that I've seen Pet Cemetery. they're doing a re- re- reenactment or a remake of Pet Cemetery. very scary movie when I was a kid it's a Stephen King movie um, I don't know if Stephen King's behind this but that's coming out uh, Creed 2 is coming out I talked about that uh, a couple other movies coming out Nutcracker I mean, my girls talked about that last week but uh, that's all I want to talk about entertainment. I've seen Empire I watched that uh, I like the way it's going the twists and turns is going on in that but uh, television is kind of in the standstill until I think the holidays. That's when it starts popping again. So, uh, what else did I want to talk about before I hit politics, entertainment-wise, music? I don't really know. What, oh, Wu Tang. I'm gonna talk about Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang 25 years anniversary of the first Wu Tang album came out, and uh, I did have that. I had a cassette. <laughs> I had a cassette tape of the Wu. Very big fan of Wu Tang. And I'm not a bandwagon guy. This ain't something. I'm just jumping out. Been a fan of Wu-Tang since that album. 
36 Chambers, okay? And the reason why I'm a big fan of, of, of Wu-Tang is because that's, I, I love martial arts. I used to watch karate movies. You know, I used to think I was Bruce Lee. I used to watch Bruce Lee movies when I was a little kid and actually thought I knew karate. I ain't the only one, I'm sure. But I'm one of the guys that if I watched the karate movie, you know, as a kid anyway, I thought I was really doing that stuff. And I would try some of that stuff, man. You know, so I, I feel Wu-Tang on that and then I like the lyrics. I'm so much of a Wu-Tang fan, okay, that I named one of my seeds, one of my children, I named them after Wu-Tang. I didn't name Wu-Tang. I named my daughter one of her names. All my kids got four names. They got three middle names and a last name. All three of my children. But one of them, their name is Shaolin. And if you don't know, you ain't a fan of Wu-Tang if you don't know what Shaolin means, okay, in the land of Wu. I named my daughter Shaolin. That's how much I love Wu-Tang. So shout out to them. Matter of fact, before I get out of here, I'm going to see if I can search one of them Wu-Tang songs and get it on the air. And make sure y'all stay tuned for Chuck D and it don't stop from Public Enemy comes up next. He's got a radio show that comes on directly after the Merle on the Move radio show here at KHUI. He's on the Pacifica Network. So make sure y'all stay tuned for Chuck D and it don't stop coming up next. Uh, shout out to my man Chuck. I love talking to him. Did an interview with Chuck D. And I uh, love having him introing my show. He's the guy, one of my heroes, one of my ambassadors. But anyway, let's get into this politics. This thing, I only got a few more minutes. Shout out to the new clock on the wall. Shout out to Tom. My man Tom, we got a new clock on the wall, so I'm clocking the time. It's like Flavor Flav. I'm clocking the time, baby. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so um, politics. I went up to uh, do my, um, went to vote. Went to vote this past Tuesday. And uh, on my way to vote, of course, it was a line. I was so proud. I, I didn't mind waiting a line. I was glad it was a line. That means it's a big turnout, okay? So it was a line. And I waited in the line, and I had my ID. That's all I needed, because I went to the same place I voted at last time. Now, I did move, but I did not move uh, from locations. I moved to another apartment number. I lived in the same, the same street address, same street number. You know, it's just a different apartment number, okay? So I'm changing my address. So I go to vote, and they tell me, once I get up there to the line, they tell me I can't vote, that my address is different, that's on my ID. And I said, that's fine. They're like, well, that's fine. But what is your address now? Because they would go out the last address I had. And I told them, so you don't vote here. What? You don't vote here. I voted here last year. Two, two years ago, I voted here. What do you mean? You don't vote here. So now I'm frustrated. Because like, it's like, it's, it's, not, not, it's not a big deal, but it is. Because I just stood in this line for almost 45 minutes just to vote. Not to get any money, not to do a job or somebody was ill or see a doctor or for something for my children. This was just to vote. Which is a big deal. But is it? Get to that in a minute. So, what it does, it almost deterred me from going to vote. Because I didn't want to go stand in another line. Okay? So anyway, I did. I was upset. I went and did it anyway because I feel this is my duty. So many black people, uh, you know, died. A lot of people fought, black and white, fought for us to have the right to vote. A lot of black people died trying to pursue that. Uh, if you don't believe me, watch the movie Free Sader Jones. Just for the people that was trying when they got the right to vote, people were trying to get out, get people signed up to vote, and they were trying to stop them. So, uh, to me, uh, let's talk about this. Um, the House, uh, the Republicans won the House, kept the House, and uh, Democrats won the Senate, or something like that, vice versa, one or two. The biggest votes, though, were the uh, Kim Reynolds and Fred Hubble thing, right? Kim Reynolds won. Okay, uh, the other big thing was the Steve King thing. And he was going against J.D. Show somebody. Steve King won. 
So in the state of Iowa, a lot of Republicans won. Uh, Cindy actually won. I didn't see her on the ballot. I didn't see her name on the ballot. I didn't see Debbie Young's name on the ballot. I didn't see uh, a couple other people's names I didn't see on the ballot. And then on the other backside of the ballot, I had a bunch of judge names that I didn't even research. And I feel bad. And the next time going in to vote, I'm going to make sure. But maybe they should have a blueprint. Why is it not a blueprint? Maybe it is, and I just don't know that. Maybe they should advertise that instead of people coming around saying, hey, you going to go vote? Okay, let me, give me an informant. Who am I voting? Like, I mean, not tell me who I'm voting for, but tell me, lay it out, who these people are. Okay, on this side, this is who these are, and this is what they stand for. Like, all these judges, I don't know what judge is what, what judge is doing what. I didn't understand that. So, I'm, I'm giving, am I giving a real vote, or do I skip that? If I skip that, is it making my, my thing, uh, does it register? So, voting is tricky. It's tricky. It's necessary, but it's tricky. And I'm a first-generation voter. You understand? It's 2018. I'm a first-generation voter. My father did not vote. I don't think my father ever voted. My father's a felon, so I don't think he can vote. But before he's a felon, I don't think I know he didn't vote. My grandfather didn't vote. My mother didn't vote. She might have voted for Obama. She might have. I think she said she did. I don't think she did, though. Mama, you got to let me know. You say you did, but I don't think you did. I bet you didn't vote in this primary, though, Mama. <laughs> I'll put you on blast for that. Anyway, a lot of people don't take, so I say, I'm a, I'm a first generation, and I'm making sure my children follow my suit so we can break that cycle, because voting does count. People say, oh, your vote don't matter. Somebody voting, because these people are winning. These people ain't winning these seats just because they, hey, you like you, hmm, nobody voted, we'll give you the job. No, it's the votes. They, they try to deter you not to vote, because they don't want you to vote. Because the less people show up, the better chance for them to win. If everybody showed up and voted for the people they like, you know, it kind of changed ways, ways it out. So anyway, that's my thing about that part. Uh, but this is the scary part of it all. Looking at what's going on in, in the government now and how our president is coming out saying that uh, he's a nationalist. He's a nationalist. Now, the people that was holding the tiki torches in, in uh, Virginia uh, and uh, that happened, uh, that big thing happened down there, Charlottesville, Virginia, and they were called nationalists. But they had what called white nationalists. So he's not the president is not defining what this nationalist thing is. So people and reporters are calling him out on it. And he's getting he's trying to flip the script and calling them racist. So my thing is, is this is 2018. The scary thing is that we want to believe that racism don't exist as a people, not individually, but as a people, we want to believe that racism don't exist. Okay, so before Barack Obama, you had a uh, you had a lot of white people who would say, "Hey, racism don't exist. You got the same opportunities that we had." Okay, black people wasn't saying that in my eyes, but I was hearing some white people say that. Then we got President Obama, so then I started hearing some rumors of black people saying, "Hey, maybe racism, you know, racism, you know, woo, woo, woo. you know." And then you get Trump, and he's like, smacking your face. Nah, it ain't gone. It's not gone. There's a lot of things in this world that. If it wouldn't be going on if it didn't constitute some racism behind it. You know, it's it's a lingering taste. People don't want to talk about the ugly truth. We want to hide. We want to put our best face forward, you know, put the best face forward. But it's some ugly truth behind that makeup. Ugly truth here in America, you know. And the biggest thing is divide. Scare tactics, fear. If you put fear in the equation, you turn good people to standbys. Looky lose, you know. Normally, people get out and they see a wrong. They try to right the wrong, stop the wrong. But if they scared to speak up, they you know they 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 scared to make them think that that's okay. 
They let it happen. They stand on the fence, stand on the sidelines. So that's what's going on in the government. He is not coming out right. I mean, they, they fired, he fired the, it, the mother of it's finna happen. They fired the, um, uh, the attorney general. And they got a guy from, from Iowa. A guy that used to be the top cop here in Iowa is not a top cop of the country. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been a and he's been against the Mueller investigation the whole time. Huh? You ain't hear me though. This is dirty politics. And how can you be complicit and stand by and let things like this in the government happen? If you know this is what you see to play, look, I, I don't have a whole lot of education. I'm not versed on all this stuff, but I can read between the lines. Real talk. We see what's going on. He's setting things up. He did what he did with the emails to put the fear so people wouldn't vote for Hillary. Put the fear. She did something collusion with Russia. Put that out there. The people would think that it's more important of what she did than how he got the, how he got the sources. So now he got to cover everything up. But all these meetings, all these people getting in trouble and firing all these people because he want to protect himself. And when you're the boss, when you're the Don Dada, that's what you do. You pinpoint, you pay people, you send people on jobs and missions and they take care of this while you just... Deny, deny, deny. Anyway, that's my rant. I hadn't talked about uh, how I feel about that in a while, but we just had an election, and uh, I think it's going to be a standstill. I don't see him getting impeached. don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be just a big standstill on what's going on in the country because uh, Democrats are going to fight Republicans, and you know he's going to come up with veto power like Obama did, and that's what we're going to say. Obama came up with executive orders all the time, so that's what he's going to do. When he wants something to happen, he uses executive order. The caravan is no threat to America in my eyes. Uh, my parents go out to all the people that got killed in that in that nightclub out in California. Um, yeah, I think a, a lot of things need to change the country. Voting is how you make it happen. So stay woke. Two more years, we'll be voting on the national election. Make sure you register. That's my key thing. Make sure you register. And if you don't know how, Google it or talk to somebody or go to the, one of these election offices and they'll break it down for you. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Make sure that you stay tuned. The fun drive is still going on. Like I said, I'll be here Tuesday. I'll be here Thursday and Friday pitching for the radio station. Y'all listen to the Merle on the Move radio show. I'm out. <laughs>